Welcome to the Mind Matters Podcast, hosted by Gordon Bruin, a licensed clinical mental health counselor. In this insightful podcast, Gordon explores the intricate relationship between the mind and the brain, shedding light on the fascinating world of psychology and neuroscience. By delving into this complex interplay, the podcast will empower you with a deeper understanding of your mental processes, paving the way for personal healing and growth. Join Gordon Weekly as he unravels the mysteries of the mind, offering valuable insights and practical guidance for your mental health and a more profound connection with your inner self. I embrace the following statement from the Greek philosopher Plato. He who is only an athlete is too crude, too vulgar, too much a savage. He who is a scholar only is too soft, too effeminate. The ideal citizen is the scholar-athlete, the man of thought and the man of action. I've been thinking lately about the concept of influence. And as I examine my own life, and I have always searched for someone to model my life after, to someone who, that I admired. And I have had a very difficult time ever finding anybody. But the closest thing that I have ever found would be in conjunction with that following statement. A scholar, athlete, someone who has both. One of the most profound speeches I have ever heard that influenced me was a 2014 commencement address by Admiral William McRaven, the University of Texas. And he just got up and spoke for, I don't know how long, 15, 20 minutes or something, whatever the commencement address was. And as I listened to him and I watched him, credibility oozed out of him. And as he tells his story, he's written a couple of books, and as he tells his story, he talks about one of the early experiences he had in life, that as he was growing up, he loved the character of Superman. And he would be found as a kid jumping off couches, as he said, you know, with a cape around him and so forth. And then he went with his father one day to New York City, And as he was walking in New York City with his father, his father would see him looking up at the skyscrapers and stuff. And and his father said to him something to the effect of, what are you doing, son? And he says, dad, well, this is Metropolis. This This is where Superman is. And his father said, you know, that's just kind of, and I'm paraphrasing this story according to my memory, but you know, it's just a story, son. And then he pointed to a a New York City police officer and said, you know, the closest thing to a real life Superman is a police officer. And then William McRaven said within himself as a young boy, well, if Superman is not real, I have to become him. And so he spent his life dedicating himself to being a Superman of sorts, a leader. 
And it reminds me of a statement by George Bernard Shaw, the playwright, who said, life is not about finding yourself, it is about creating yourself. William McRaven became a powerful influencer because he was a scholar-athlete. He was both. To me, such individuals are impressive because they walk the talk. They lead by example and they lead by presence. I mean, they're, they're, they have trained themselves physically and then also intellectually. It takes both to be a complete full soul. And yet we live in a world right now, I have dealt with so many of the rising generation who struggle with anxiety, depression, imposter syndrome, feeling worthless, wondering if they have anything to contribute in the world. And this, there's another, another author by the name of Tom Shea who wrote a book called Unbreakable. And the very core of his book is the idea of something called internal dialogue. The things that we say to ourselves on a regular basis. What train of thought are we on? And it it is astounding to me as I've watched individuals that how easily we are influenced by things in the world. That we come across an idea or someone confronts us with something and and, and we don't like confrontation and so we cow down and we go, oh, okay. I'm not going to I'm not going to confront that idea cuz I don't want to conf- be in a confrontation with you so I will subject myself to your idea. Or if someone puts you down or someone tries to make you feel less than that that we so easily as individuals seem to take those ideas into ourselves as if if they're true. You are in charge of your life. I am in charge of my life. It's what we choose to believe about ourselves. Self-efficacy is learning to stand on our own two feet and prove to ourselves that we can do hard things. And it's in accomplishing things that self-esteem grows. And each of us have to figure that out for ourselves as, as we move through life. But I'm just fascinated with this concept of influence that I have watched so many individuals, on a cert- they're on a certain train, going on a certain track in life, whether it's a school or a religion, uh, what they choose to believe, and then all of a sudden they come across a contrary idea and it takes them completely off the track that they are on and then they follow some track other track based on another person's opinion another person's idea i'm also reminded of uh, a story by an individual by the name of ron johnson who graduated from um, harvard business school and he was being interviewed and Ron Johnson was a very successful business person. He worked for Apple for a number of years and as the CEO of J.C. Penney. Well, how does an individual become successful like that? 
And, and the interviewer asked Ron Johnson, what is the single most important lesson you learned from attending Harvard Business School? And he says, okay, so Harvard Business School is two years of intense study and there's 900 case studies that are given to a cohort of 80 or 90 people in his class. So these 80 or 90 people spend two years together. They're, they're given these case studies and then they go home and try to understand, diagnose the issue in the case study and then come with a solution or a proposition to help, help move things in a positive direction. And this is the most important lesson that he learned. He said, everyone would come with a different opinion. And he said, I learned to trust myself. I learned to trust in my own opinion. After listening to everything that was said by other people, trying to digest it, and then making a decision himself, and then feeling good about it, having confidence in himself. Do you see? And this has been my experience in, in the many years that I spent in the business world. An expert is someone who thinks they're an expert. I have watched people, managers, CEOs, come across as strong leaders, even though inside, sometimes there's one in particular I'm thinking of, a very charismatic leader. And we would come out of meetings and, I, and, and the group that I was in charge of as a, a manager of this organization, um, so I had people who had PhDs, uh, master's degrees, and they would come out of the meeting and they would, they would say to me, there is, with some of the things this individual said, they would, they would say to me, there is no way he, he knows what he's talking about when he says this or that. And yet, people in those positions of authority, when they come across as strong, people just follow them. So what I would encourage you to do as you continue to look at your life is to believe in yourself, to believe in your capacity, your capabilities. Find your way, make your way. And be very, very cognizant about which train of thought you are heading on and why you're on that train of thought. Who is influencing you? Who are you allowing to influence you in your decisions and your direction in life? Self-efficacy is finding your own way, creating your own way. And if you look at those individuals who are extremely successful, they are individuals that have this mindset. You can look at the founder of Apple, of Nike. Uh, they, they had something around them that some would refer to as a reality distortion field. Their, their ideas, their focus, their commitment to their particular idea was so powerful that it just, uh, uh, reality bent and people would conform to, to their powerful influence. I'm just saying be careful, be mindful of that. 
There was another very interesting study done at um, Cal Berkeley. Uh, it's a professor from Berkeley. His name was Vinod, and I'll spell his last name, K-H-O-S-L-A. And he did research on expert opinion and followed all of their forecasts for 20 years. So there were 28,000 individual forecasts from 250 experts. And, and the book, I believe, is called An Expert Political Judgment. It's called a Political... Anyway, Expert Political Judgment, uh, I think, was the book. And here is the result of that. The accuracy of the experts' predictions in time was about as accurate as monkeys guessing on things. So pay attention to that. As you, um, again, what train of thought are you on? What is your internal dialogue like? What are you saying to yourself on a regular basis? Why are you saying those things? Who are you allowing to influence you? Take charge of your life. Make your own decisions and choices. Prove things to yourself. You know whether you know a particular thing or not, whether it's a, a subject in school. Well, and if you're struggling with self-esteem, self-efficacy issues, learn it for yourself. Nobody's coming to just give you things. It's about being engaged and learning for yourself. Thank you for joining us. If you want more in-depth knowledge and tools to aid your recovery journey, check out Gordon Burns' book, Recovery Simplified. Gordon dives deeper into the complex mind, offering a comprehensive guide to the recovery process. To get your hands on this priceless resource, visit our website at gordonbruin.com, where you'll find more information about Recovery Simplified and how it can be a powerful companion toward healing and personal transformation.